Leafs talk. Last hockey night in Canada. Boy, oh boy. Last mm. time we're doing the record the podcast on ourselves and save it to sis. Sis is night off. It's, this is over. All right. This is working from here on out. No more Saturdays that are regular season games. Congrats, buddy. This has been like the weekends are the hardest part of doing the show, like by a million billion miles. And so I'm not going to miss this part. I'm not going to miss the telling people uh, the worst is when people just ask you. So Saturday, you're doing Leafs talk. Right? Yeah, yeah I, I'm doing Saturday. Leafs talk. All right. <laughs> yes. uh, they play on Saturday. My buddy, my buddy, you know, our mutual friend, Donnie, texts me. He's like, yeah. Leafs talk tonight. I know a lot live. I'm like, yep, always Leafs talk every oh, Saturday, buddy. We are doing Leafs talk. I, I wonder how many people, like, it's amazing how many people still will tweet at me. Yeah, I got not three. live tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's goddamn April. <laughs> we got to be in playoff form as like, fans here, Get too. it together, guys. <laughs> Everybody get it together. Anyways, thanks to everybody who has been supporting this show. Yeah. And yeah, we got lots of great stuff planned. A lot of three-way shows with uh, you, myself, and Borny come playoff time here. Uh, so yeah, we're here. We're in that stretch run. Listen, story of the game tonight is just cookie night for the stars. Like, mm-hmm. the stars saw the open cookie jar, and Noah was home. Mama wasn't watching the jar, Mm-mm. and they just went. Them cookies were wide open. They wanted the cookies. But I will say this. Good for Marner, good for Nylander, especially tonight. You know, Tavares gets two. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a believer in confidence mattering. I'm a believer in these guys wanting to hit the 100 points. They want to have the 30 goals. Tonight, everybody deserved what they got. These weren't fluky ones. Like, they played well. They deserved it. What did Nylander finish with? Nine shots, ten shots? He was uh, he a better... Finished with ten shots and a goal. Yeah. Yeah, he was a better version of himself. Marner had jumped from the very beginning of the game. You could tell that he was very point invested when he was checking the tablet to see if he got an assist on the second Matthews goal. Can't say I like, love that. You didn't love that? No, I didn't love that. Why not? I hate, I, I hate I hate iPads on the bench in general. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that. It's like you're playing a hockey game. Put your mind on the hockey game. Don't yeah. talk about like, oh, you missed a wrister. Who gives a crap? Look at the game on the ice. Try to pick up information. Keep locked into the game. It's like you're watching Succession on the bench here. You're looking at your goddamn iPad the whole time. I hate it. I'm not <laughs> a fan of it. Like I just, I, I, I really, really want them. They'll never will. The, the, it's way too far. The, the, the horses are out of the barn now on it. And I, I mean, Sheldon Keefe's looking at the thing half the time too, right? Like it's like they're all obsessed with screens. They're like toddlers out there. The screen time through the roof. They're just trying to get through the game. But like, I didn't love him looking at it, being like, "I got an assist on that." Like, the official score, the old fart in the penalty box. He'll mark it down there for you, you, pal. Don't you worry. <laughs> he'll get he'll, you. He'll get you. <laughs> the owl die in the sky. will get you. I'll just, I'll just say this. I guess I maybe I'm so accustomed to it, but you just change my mind immediately. Anytime you want to talk about the youths looking at screens too much, as I <laughs> stare at my phone and do oh, the yeah. show. Well, I'm looking at this. I was just looking at the points tonight, and yeah. yeah. Marner, three. Tavares, two goals. Matthew, four points. Bunting, two points. Willie Nylander, a goal. Ryan O'Reilly with three assists, who I thought was excellent tonight. Eric Gustafson with three assists. And, I mean, you talk about the the biggest point of the game for, you know, uh, the stars getting rolling and feeling confident. To me, it's having the power play look like that. Listen, the Habs suck. I don't know how the Habs aren't the worst team in the league. Like, I guess they had some decent players for half of the year and they have a good coach and they're playing hard for him. But like of all the bad teams we've watched the Leafs play over the last little while, this, they take the cake for crappiness. They are a crap cake. Yeah. They are horrible. And I don't want to take too much out of it in terms of their penalty. Cause they got Michael Pazetta out there trying to kill penalties against Austin Matthews. But like, 
the power play tonight was dynamite and it had yeah. been scuffling. That story had been bubbling up about them, you know, getting cold before the playoffs like they have in the past few years. And that was percolating. And tonight they just kicked the you know what out of them on the power play. It was a, yeah. a clinic and it was nice to see. Dude, it felt like automatic goal time when yeah. the power play rolled out, which was a refreshing mm-hmm. feeling. And you're right. Habs. Habs. But the Leafs were snapping it around. I, again, I think that you got to give a lot of credit to Marner and to Nylander specifically tonight mm-hmm. for the jump that those two guys started with in the game. Like, Marner was buzzing the second he stepped on the ice. four power play goals tonight. I, I yeah. thought it was three. They had four. It's crazy. Yeah. Did, did you see Marner's quote the other day about load management? No, I didn't. You missed was, that he, one. He flat out said it sucks. Yeah. Wow. Guy wants to play hockey games. He wants yeah. that 100 points. He yeah, because he's looking at his, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's looking at the iPad. He's like, I just need it. I need yeah. my points. I, I care more about my points than I do about this. Like, yeah, you guess what? You don't like the old management? That's too damn bad. Like, you're getting load managed, pal. Like, you yeah, have, we, we, we saw. You love load management. Yeah, you're we like, saw Ilya Samsonov, like, you know, favoring his side for half the game and in a meaningless game against the crappy team. Yeah, like, listen, I like them getting to their 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 uh, milestones. It's a nice round scared, number. Bro. Marner deserves to. I am a scaredy cat. Marner deserves 100 points. There's no question. He's a 100-point player. He deserves to have that on his mantle. I'm never going to take that away from him. But. If he goes through these other two games where, you know, he goes through Tampa and Florida and he comes out with zeros and you're going to that last game against the Rangers, it's going to be a conversation. Like it happened last year where he was three points away, I believe, going into the final game at 97 and they rested him for the final game. One point is a completely different conversation than three points. Like it's going to be a fascinating one. I'm just praying he gets out of the way on Monday and they can just sit him down and be like, hey, you got your hundred points. You can get into the rhythm, you know. I, I don't I don't want to put them out there against these teams in meaningless games. Yeah, I just don't care. I don't think it's as big of a deal as you. I think that players play. This is not mm-hmm. a load management sport. Um, you look at it in general, like you can stub your toe getting out of bed in the morning. I, yeah. I just, I'm not a believer that the one extra game is some extra now spooky game. And when it comes to Samsonov, hey, Ilya, can you do me a favor and all the rest of the Leafs Nation? Can you stop with this stuff? Like. Because I know you're giving everybody a heart attack out here. Like, do you know how much people care about this hockey team? And I'm how panic attack every night. With they him. feel about the goaltending. But what did I text you tonight? I said yeah. fake. Yeah. Faker, fake, <laughs> faker a million times. And I'm sure there was something, right? Like, yeah. I'm not saying faker in the sense of, like, it's a complete lie. But I'm like, when did this become Ben Roethlisberger out here? When did he become Tiger <laughs> Woods? Where it's like every time he has to make a movement. He's like, oh, my whole body's falling apart. Like, stop it, man. Please, for the love of God, just just have one where you don't ham up right now. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to ham it up like that, go to the bench and get off. Let Jet get, get in the get game. Get the Jet and get Benny get and the, the Jets jet in the game. By the way, cool moment for Jet, but I tweeted this. That is road hockey gear. <laughs> like, there's no – his chest protector, like, the whole kit and caboodle is road warrior. I so, – we're kind of scrambled here, but I did see this tweet that yeah. uh, from Kevin McGran. Um, Chris Weidman on the Leafs bringing in Jed Alexander into the game. Obviously, the defenseman for the Montreal Canadiens, in case you yeah. need a reminder. They'll get what they deserve in a few weeks. I love it. <laughs> Guess what? I that love is, it. That's stone cold. That is a shot to the heart of Leafs Nation. What, what an awesome quote, though, because to play for the Montreal Canadiens, I want you to hate the Leafs. I watched an 
some Instagram account today put up one of the old Hockey Night in Canada clips that they put together of Leafs versus Habs. And it was so awesome to watch it where it's like Johnny Bauer taking a puck off the face, Wendell oh, Clark yeah. sniping one, yeah. scraps, brawls, hatred, right? Yeah. And and I was thinking about going to the night, like I almost shared it, and then I went, What am I doing? They're gonna this is just cold coffee. Point, I, a, yeah. There's nobody out here. I'm like, no. there's there's like five abs players that are gonna be on the team next year that are playing on the ice tonight. Mm-hmm. And so I shelved it. But to have a guy that's on the Habs saying, you'll get your comeuppance, because guess what? That's an awesome moment for Jet. No doubt about it. But that's, it's not like a in-your-face showy move to Montreal, but you can only do it if you're kicking their ass 7-1, right? Like, that's like, a, hey, now we're even going to do a ceremonial moment at the end of the game. We're not going to let the clock run out and put the kid in. So I like that he's pissed off about it. And I would I be like- so mad. If I was on the Habs, I would yeah. be feeling the exact same way. Like, yeah, that's we're all, we all we, we all love that Jet got his moment. It's great that he got in there. He didn't get a save, unfortunately. One puck didn't hit him, so he could say he made a National League save, which is a tough one, but still gets to be in there at the end of the game. He gets the... I'm I don't sure think puck... he wanted a puck to hit him, to be honest. Oh, he looked yeah. like... <laughs> Listen, I, I texted I this to you. Wanna... I texted this I to you. I, if you give me a breakaway against Jet, I'm yeah. talking. We're talking yeah. for sure. I, I don't care if he's a U of T goalie. I'm putting one between those legs. The pads were tiny. They're tiny. Dude, I'm telling you, those things look like they were for somebody else. Uh, like they just were not his pads. Those are some kids' so, pads. So anyway, I, I, get, I get being pissed off. I mean, I Dude. love that he's pissed off. Like, it's it's a show-up move. And I'm happy they did it. I'm happy that Jack gets his moment. But, like, it's a the most storied franchise in the history of the yeah. NHL who, like you said, the rivalry and, you know, it's the oldest rivalry in hockey. It's the best, like, you know, it's supposed to be the best rivalry in hockey. You're having a big time down season and your historic rival dunks on you after dunking on you all night long. I hope you're pissed off. Yeah. I hope you're pissed off. I think they were probably a little pissed off too, the way that the Leafs were celebrating some of their goals late. Oh, yeah. Like Matthews. Yeah. I was that I was actually thinking that's what I'd be more pissed off if I was a Habs. You know what sucks? I, I, I hate doing this after this game, but I want to dunk on Habs fans. I want it so bad. I had like four tweets in the draft about the uh, Habs. You just can't do it. There's nothing we can say. What can you There's say to nothing. Them? You just have to eat it in silence. It's like, what's the moratorium on that playoff loss? Like, you have to beat Montreal in the playoffs before. No, they, we, they're the, the send, they're, they're the Leafs. And yeah. the, the Leafs are the Sens now. I just, I've never felt so <laughs> crippled on Twitter yeah. where like, I just, I could not do anything. No, I had them and I, I, and I had all these, and I'm like, ha ha ha. And then I wrote, I'd read it and I would go, I don't have the heart to have one Habs fan go. Yeah. What about when it mattered? Like yeah. I, oh, dead. immediately oh. dead, delete tweet, <laughs> delete tweet. <laughs> Creek. Gotta go. I, I gotta go off the grid. I gotta delete all my things. Phone. I gotta do it like in the uh, movies where they snap the chip, they break the phone, and I just gotta go it like walk into the woods. There's no <laughs> other option for me. So yeah, uh, I was really feeling that one. Um, okay, so I want to go back to the stars here for a second because mm-hmm. I, I do want to highlight Nylander specifically because, mm-hmm. all right, this is the one good thing about a game like this, right? Is Marner has been phenomenal all year. I know he had a couple of games without a point, but boy, you'd have to be some hot take artist to go after Marner for having three games without a point yeah. down the stretch. Like, the way I thought about Marner tonight watching him was, you know those stories of guys that play in beer leagues and then there's, like, a guy who played, like, who plays a, a cup of coffee in the KHL and he shows yeah. up and he's just like, oh, my God, look how good this guy is. That was Marner tonight. But Nylander, yeah. uh, getting demoted to the second power play, 
when you're dangerously close to 40, a 40 goal season, mm-hmm. like I thought that was a little noteworthy. And I just want to ask you this, when he scored his goal, do you think that his reaction was like, Oh, that was kind of fluky because of the way it went in the net. Or do you think that was a little mopey? Like he had a good game. He like, again, nine, 10 shots. He was flying around for most of the night, but his reaction on the goal, did you clock that? I saw it. And he does, because we've been watching him score a lot of goals for a lot of years now. And there are, there are, there are certain ones where he's like acts pretty cool. You know, yeah. like he's like too, like there's, that's a classic goal score thing. When you score one, sometimes you just like act cool and you act like you've been there before. And it's not that big okay. a goal or whatever, but like, I'll listen to, I'll hear the narrative. Like if you want to have that conversation that he's pissed off, I will absolutely have that conversation because it's a big time pee whack here. Like. Yeah. He is one of the core four guys in the team. He's been struggling. Like, you know, you can do whatever you want to me. You can put me on the third line with whoever. You can do this. You can take my ice time down. Yep. But taking you off PP1 is a massive statement. Like, that's a big time slap in the face. Like, that's where I go out there and I do my thing. I, I shoot the wrister. You know, I come off the half boards like I love to do and rip it and good passes. It's a big time statement. So I'll what? hear that. I'll hear that that reaction after that goal is that he was a little pissed off i'm here for that controversy i love There's, it the thing is though about nylander and the pp whacking is that like he's been the number one pp whack boy forever like but he, but he never gets taken off pp one i know that's what i'm saying but like this is a this was a whole new level like yeah i just thought it was super interesting that keith pulled that lever tonight he must have felt like i want you going these last three games my here's my guess nylander's not getting a rest night no i agree he needs I, to play he needs to I, play. I don't think he's going to be off. And like, we've been talking about it, but for the guy in this market, Sheldon Keefe is a smart dude, man. And this is not some, I, I can already see the comments where someone's going, they want to see Ryan or did want a different look. To go, go. No, this Who is not a different. Really this, good. This is, by the yeah, way, they on, did the look first really pa- good. on the first power play unit. And well, I will say this about the first power play unit with those two guys is like, and, and this, again, it's so hard because against the Habs, they're literally yeah. playing like an OHL team. So when it comes to just strength. I'm not sure that team would have been the Memorial Cup this year. Like, they're, <laughs> they're no good. Tavares and O'Reilly, when they had the puck tonight, it was like, no one's taking this no. from them. Like, they're so much stronger on the puck than big. anybody the Habs had to throw at them. But there is something about those two guys in front of the net kind of like banging and chopping away on a power play that I do like. And I, I kind of wish that they would have had O'Reilly for a little while longer mm-hmm. to actually experiment with him there a little bit more but i i do think that they'll go back to nylander i do think that they'll ride the horses and keith will put him back there but yeah i just thought that for a guy that has been kind of starting to teeter into the real narrative zone people are afraid of the nylander stuff right like they're afraid to do nylander isn't performing stuff when he's had such a spectacular year right they, you just know that it's toxic and you're going to get into a yeah, whole different like twitter storm it's a and so it's a thing no doubt it is so, so people are definitely afraid to have the conversation a little bit more than they would for other players, right? Mm-hmm. Like that of his ilk that would be performing the way that he has for essentially last month. So for Sheldon Keefe, as that moment, as that narrative is happening, for him to do it on a Saturday night where he demotes him to power play two, and again, three goals off entering the games of 40, mm-hmm. I, I went, whoo. Yeah. And, but Nylander responded tonight. Like mm-hmm. he got his goal. Flying. Tons of points. Was flying. Yeah. Drew a penalty early. I think... He had like two big scoring chances very, very early in the game when it was like still a it's time to try and the other team isn't packed it in completely. Drew that mm-hmm. penalty early. Like yep. 
was he was quality tonight, man. He had six shots, seven shots after the second period in the time where I count like the game was closer because the third the third period stats were just like the Leafs were on the power play the whole time. Yeah. And but yeah, so it, going into that moment, I thought Nylander was really good. So good for him. Hopefully it actually like hopefully that kick in the ass is like gives him one down the stretch here and into the playoffs. Absolutely. So uh, before we move off the stars, I just wanted yeah. to highlight how gorgeous that Nat Matthews goal was. Like yeah. that was, you know, I feel like he hasn't done that one a ton this year where he yeah. beats a guy like that one on one. And then well, just, he scored. He's going to score 20 less goals than he did last year. Yeah, so you're it right. feels a little bit like, oh, he doesn't have as many of those because he doesn't. He has 20 less. It's a lot. You're right. So there you go. That's bingo. But man, that great play by Marner, who definitely should have gotten an assist on that. Like he put it into the zone. Like they will definitely credit him with an assist. But then the way he just smoothly put that puck by him and then just beat poor old Montembeau like, you know, like with no chance. I just ripped it. ripped it. It's so nice to see him look like Matthews because this year there were some trying times there with the Matthews experience, right? Where you went through months, two months of just him not impacting the game and Seeing him and Matthew, Matthews, him and uh, sorry, Matthews, Marner and uh, sorry, bunting together. It, you know, I don't think there's any way you can't do that in the playoffs, right? Like that, seeing those guys back together like that and seeing those guys dominate against the Habs. I know they suck. It really, really was like, yeah, this feels right. These guys yeah. together does feel right. Did you have the same feeling? Uh, not really. I'll be honest. I, so Marner, you want to go back? So you want to stick with the old, uh, the old zero impact line and put Nylander and no. Tavares and Marner together? What do you want to do? No, no, no. Uh, Marner and Matthews together. Seeing though, I don't like this. This is one of the stories of the season for me with why you cannot resign him is like Kelly Yarncroft on that line provided something different, something mm. good too. And and here's what I'll say about the Yarncroft thing. And there's a little. I didn't really love that everybody's been resting and with him it was he re-aggravated an injury and they sort of slid that into the middle of broadcast and I was like, wait, how re-aggravated? Like what what apparently day to day, lower body, I don't know. Yeah, all right. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that this time of year you dismiss that completely because you go, Oh, it's rest time for all these guys and they want to cycle in different players and give Simmons a night, but I, I don't know. Something about that I went, What should I be a little more concerned about? Anyway, um my my point with Yarn Croc is just simply Tonight, Bunting had a lot of shots, like a lot of chances, and he couldn't fire one in the net. And I went, yeah, I like Yarncroc shot more. And I yeah. like that he's just more of a threat to score with Matthews and Marner than I think Bunting is. And if they're in the mindset of Bunting could cost them with a stupid penalty or a stupid play, mm-hmm. then I don't want him playing as many minutes with that top line. I'd rather have someone like Yarncroc, who I trust as a little bit more of a two-way no, player with a better shot. So it's 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 like and, and I'm not even saying I'm married to the idea of Yarn Croc. I just think that to me it's about two guys together, not three. Like this is not like there's no third man that's locked into that spot for me. Like You're right. That's that's what I sh- you're right. The, the way you laid it out there is correct. I want Matthews and Martyr together. Matthews and Martyr together is what they need to do in the playoffs. Game 1 they need to be together and I don't really, you know, I w- I think you're you laying out the fact that uh Yarn Croc shot has been so lethal when he's gotten the chances and he's not a bozo out there taking dumb penalties at bad times. I think that gives them the edge. So I, I just, I love and seeing Bundy's Matthews. no slouch. Like, dude, he no. has 20 goals this year. No, like, I know, but, but the penalty factor is a massive one. And well, I, it reared its ugly head again tonight. And all of Leafs Nation, again, just so bent out of shape, acting like, you know, it's just, they're like acting like the church mouse bunting 
doesn't Dude. you know bring it on himself every night. Anyways, I, I don't want to spend also, too much. I don't want to do this again with Bunting. I know, but and, he and also Penrith. had a massive dive in the first yes, period. Yes, he does every night. Home. I know, but. I went as if you did that in the first period when this is going on this way, like had a full blown, like through his arm back when he got cross checked by Edmondson there, that yeah. was a flop again. Yeah. And old I don't Wayne, mind the flop on that play though. Old Wayne Simmons comes back. flying in, defends yeah. his honor, fights yeah. two guys. He's the, he's what's the guy from, uh, he's like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Like, yeah. He's Bird flying dog. in. Yeah. He's just flying in there, having to punch out two guys, flop and bunting. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really want to have the bunting conversation. No, no, again. We, and we don't have to. But yeah. no, the only bunting conversation I'm saying yeah. is okay. To me, it's you're. It's like bunting or Yarncroft could be on that top line at any yeah. given time, mm-hmm. and then the other guy will be with the second line. Except they're definitely going to do that O'Reilly down the middle, Tavares on the wing, Nylander thing in the playoffs, and every oh, time that it looks good. And I know again tonight against the Habs, you go, what did we really see? But that line looked better than what it was before and it, it did make me think like i i hate the way we talk about Tavares in the city like he can't play center when he's an awesome center but there there's just a part of me right now that goes like this could be the future here like this could be part of the reason that you do like go after if it's not ryan o'reilly but try to find another center with some skill because you want to be able to have this at your disposal that like you know how we talked about it like it was gonna be like load management for Tavares moving to the wing, mm-hmm. and I think it was. I heard you guys talking about Kipper and Bourne the other day, how like they missed their shot to rest him. Yeah, I, I actually think that in their ideal circumstance, they would rather have O'Reilly play center and Tavares wing. Like this is not a a rest or anything like that anymore. This is what's gonna happen in the playoffs. I think that's the top six. Is like it's Bunting, Matthews, Marner, mm-hmm. O'Reilly. Uh, Nylander and Tavares and yeah. then and then every once in a while they're going to flip Yarncroc and Bunting and have those guys in a couple of different roles and like whoever's going is going to get that spot but yes to me you're right the whole point of what you were trying to get at is yeah. it's Marner and Matthews and it's 100% those two guys together yeah. this is their moment to change their entire legacy in the city they're not going to split them up and do something stupid yeah. we know the tinker loves to tinker and he's been tinkering away tinkered again tonight Tinkerbell that's oh your, boy, his new he, nickname he, is Tinkerbell. He, he just loves it. Soldier Spy, he can't wait to just do it again. He's sitting in there and he's guaranteed he's probably watching the third period already checked out. Like, what are we going to do Monday? How am I going to think? <laughs> What's like, practice going to look like Monday? He's like yeah. drawing up lines on the bench. A uh, couple quick rapid well, fire ones. Uh, I, you can't you can't play Gustafson in the playoffs, but like, yeah, that was a pretty game for him on power play one. Yeah, he looked great on power play one. But before I wanted to talk about Ryan O'Reilly. Because I was texting with you about this, about how I think the injury to him may have been a big-time blessing in disguise to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because he looks, in the the games that he's come back, and that was his second game since, yeah, Boston and then Montreal, yeah. the pace is way better than it was when he first got traded over here. Like, the time off and that six, four, six weeks is, that's a big time rest. Like he's skating every day. I know he's on the ice or whatever, but he's not going through the rigors of the NHL schedule with the travel and the hits and all this stuff that he has to take. Like he's been really, really impressive through two games and the way that he's just stepped right back in and, you know, caught up to the pace of the game. And he's just looked way better than I think he's looked better in these two games. I guess outside of the, the Buffalo game where, you yeah. know, they get a yeah. hundred points in the first five minutes. But, like, I think these two games that he's come back have been his two best outside of that one. Like, he's looked awesome. I'm really encouraged from what I've seen from him. Yeah, he, he looked really good. 
He looked yeah. really, really good tonight. Like he, and, and again, it, it's hard because of the competition. I will say, but I thought he looked great in Boston too. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I just yeah. think that tonight, especially like the way he looked where he was just kind of a monster. I went, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, to me, to be honest, like them getting the points and the confidence of it, like that's a good one. Yeah. But it is also a bit of a throwaway game too, because those guys were desperately trying to get all their points and counting them and making mm-hmm. sure like that they got everything that they wanted to get there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, okay. Are you done with the main stuff? Because I all have a uh, little bit got? of rapid fire. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Gustafson at least just worth is worth a mention because it's, it's a weird one because I just need to say that he played really well tonight. He was awesome on the power play. His shot, step to the side move is like elite money in the bank yeah and he can he can pinch he he just he looks really really good and in that area of the ice it's just like he's not he's not playing but there is a little bit of comfort for me knowing hey like if someone gets hurt he steps in and i thought to myself this probably won't happen but i do wonder if someone did get hurt and they brought him in and it wasn't morgan riley and they like just gave it a shot during a game if the power play was kind of scuffling. I think, listen, if you want to have a conversation about 11 and 7, he is the reason you would consider it for the yeah. power play stuff. Yeah. To have that, like, if you play them seven minutes in a game and four of it's on the power play, like, I don't want them to do 11 and 7 in the playoffs, but he is the reason that you would just because of how good he is on the power play. He's 100%. really, really good on the power play. He moves it around. He's decisive. He goes down low. He's up high. He's making the right passes. Like you said, that shot fake sidestep thing is beautiful. He's a good power play player. Outside of that, I don't don't really love his game outside of that. Speaking of outside of that, going down the defenseman, uh, you really felt Luke Chen's physicality tonight again. Like just any time guys were around the net, goodbye. There was one moment where he just grabbed two guys when they were hanging around the net, and he was holding them each with one arm, and I went, yeah, it's the Papa Bear right there. Yeah, like, that is the nice don't guy. Don't bother. Yeah. And, and just he had a couple of really nice hits. And I just will say we we went against Luke, but he is our guy. And yeah, we're Luke's I, troops. And he I, was good tonight. He was really good tonight. Yeah. Like he was just solid. He made a lot of good plays. I just I really liked Luke Shan. I liked the hitting tonight. And also when it comes to hitting stuff, I, I was surprised to see that he only recorded two hits, Achari. But that, you know, I'm a bit of like a, a Chari, like I got, buddy, we're, we're Etobicoke uncles. It's, yeah. it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just our but, favorite guys are Gio, Achari, yes. Luke Shen. Like buddy. we are all, we're Etobicoke uncles. It happened. The, the best part about this is my next note is Gio, but Gio. <laughs> I, I just have to say that I love that Achari has like a little bit of extra nastiness to his hips yes. and, and like, Violets. Ne- yeah, like he, it's, he's not the biggest guy. But yeah. when he gets you lined up, he he wants to make you feel it. He and wants to I inflict just, some I really damage. like that about him. Me too. Yeah. He, I I mean, listen, this is this could be called the Achari show. We every yeah. <laughs> every show we talk about how much we love Achari. But yeah. I love Achari. He's yeah. a he is a playoff player. Yeah. Like if I I have a feeling that if the Leafs go on a long run here, you know, God forbid that that happens. I yeah. feel like he's going to be a big time fan favorite of this city. Oh, yeah, like dude, no, we're going to look back on this run and it's going to be like big Achari moments and everyone's yeah. going to absolutely adore him. Yeah, completely agree. That Mark Giordano block shot that knocked him down, and then he warrior. gets right back up. Warrior, warrior, absolute warrior. This guy's like you know old. He's old as dirt, and he's out there just stepping in front of clappers, doing all the dirty work. It's amazing how much his game has changed. This guy won the Norris. Yeah. Like what was that? Twenty nineteen, he won the Norris, 
And now he's like the fifth, sixth defenseman on a, you know, a cup contending team diving in front of shots, doing whatever the hell it takes to win. Sheldon Keefe must adore this man. Like he must, he must have a picture like, but on Sheldon Keefe's like mantle at home. He's got a picture of like his family, but like slightly in front of it is a picture of Gio just like making a breakout pass, like a stock, like a hockey card pat picture of him. Yeah. He and, just and does he, it all. He makes 800K and he just does whatever they ask of him. He has been such a gift to the Leafs. It's unbelievable. Well, dude, now I've told you this. Like, when Gio first like, came and got traded to Leafs, yeah. I texted four or five of his former teammates. Yeah. And every single one of them was like, no, this guy is the greatest. Like, the man. He is going to do so much for that room, like just the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, uh, I think, yeah, it's very likely that the coach absolutely adores the guy. Adores that him. Block shots, shows up to work every day early and like makes no, money. Off. Yeah, makes no money. Makes no money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty important guy. Yeah. I saved the best for last in my notes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think anyways. Yeah. I have some other stuff. But it's all like power play stuff and whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, best for last. David Camp trying the Michigan. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it, he almost had it too. Like it, it was, there was a chance. Like he had, he had it on his stick. It I was know. elevated and there was some like, room. He didn't embarrass himself. Like and that defenseman got, he came over the top Yeah, though, with that slash. Yeah. I don't know who it was. Was it Weidman? I can't he like remember. came over the top with that slash. And like, if he missed that, he could have slashed him right in the face. Like it yeah, was I, a, it was yeah. a, it was a violent slash, which I get like the Michigan is, you know, if you're going to lose seven, one to the Leafs, and David Camp gets to Michigan, and they put in a U of T goalie all in the yeah. same game. Like that is the ultimate disrespect night for Hads fans. Not an enjoyable evening, but good on Camp. Camp's been good, man. Camp yeah. has had his best non-Angville stretch of hockey for like the last like three weeks, where he's really started to gel with that line. And we all remember how excellent he was in the playoffs. So if you're trying the Michigan, you're feeling pretty good about your hockey game. So I just that just shows me that he's feeling confident and ready for the playoffs. I just love that we've now seen David Camp penalty shot and David Camp Michigan <laughs> attempt like in the span of a week. And they were both equally crappy. <laughs> yeah, but the Michigan one, I actually thought, dude, I'm glad that didn't go in because I think that the Habs would have murdered you. Like I think you put that goal in and they are immediately just like, we're going to spend the rest of this game like ha- like you are not – you can't – if Marty St. Louis didn't go into the in the in the intermission and just be like, "Hey, so obviously money on the board, first guy to knock him out of the game." Yeah, first guy to beat him up. Yeah, like <laughs> he cannot leave here unscathed. So I did think that was probably good for your long-term health even I really do believe if David Camp would have scored a Michigan, this might be the clip. I think if David Camp might score to Michigan, it would be a top five moment of the Leafs season. <laughs> Listen, it's hard to quibble with that. It might be number one. Like this season's yeah. been so like such a malaise and there's been no like milestone moments. Like I I think there's an argument that it could be number one if he had Dude, scored that. <laughs> had he done it? I like that's hey, uh oh damn it. This is actually going against my point because I'm forgetting the guy. But remember that who was the who was the blue jay? That did the somersault flip. Chris Coughlin. Coughlin. Yeah, I couldn't get Chris Colabella in my head. I knew that wasn't yeah. right. Chris, that, it, it goes down in that tier of lore where it's like, you know where you were when that doctor. And Buddy, he's not. He's Chris Coughlin, that is one of the most electrifying moments in Blue Jays history. Yeah. I, I could not believe that happened. That got me out of my seat to yeah. the highest level. I, I know where I was. Same. I was watching in Eric and Diamond's kitchen. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I watched it and I was like, there's no way that just happened. I was like, watching that not- with AMAC. I was, I was at home. I was in old town. The television, like, get over here. Get <laughs> you got to see what is happening here. So yeah, he could have gone on the. Uh, we should basically call that the Chris Coughlin Hall of Fame, where yes. it's like, you make an incredible play, but you're not an incredible player. It makes it a little bit more legendary, yeah. a little bit more memorable. So yeah, so, that's what. Or you that could was. call it the Merrick Malik uh, Award too. Yeah, Merrick Malik. God, that was so sexy. So the celebration you, on the Merrick Malik made it easy, <laughs> infinitely better so too. Did, quickly before we go, did yeah. you see? the clip coming back from the third period that they showed of like the old guy getting interviewed outside yeah. the arena. You mean Giordano's teacher? Yeah. Like, are we, are we sure that like, can we, can we confirm? Yeah, they that, did. You said Gio confirmed it. Who do you think? Oh, he did? Oh, I yeah. didn't hear him say that part. Like I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I was just finishing dinner with the house. Like, I have no comment on <laughs> what this. Is That's, this? This is a hard working. Your parents are teachers. You sell, like, you shall. I was just like, what is it going on? No. At first, I was a little confused too when he was just yelling, yeah. He's 99 science. He's a science genius. I was like, What? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. I was actually, shocked. Actually, that just gave me a great man. This is a million dollar idea. Mm. Someone should make science genius Mark Giordano shirts. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. There's like that like, company out there that makes like the Willie Style shirt and I know, like all those, like those ones. But I'm just saying, like, don't let them steal that. That's mine. TM. Well, Okay, TM, take it. Yeah, but yeah, science genius, uh, <laughs> the Mark Giordano shirt. I I think that's a that's a hot that's a hit. Yeah, and what like, but what would the picture be? Like, would it oh, be him just, and some beakers, or just yeah, a picture? Just, yeah, just just Geo like holding up a like, a beaker. Yeah, a beaker or uh, what are those called? <laughs> oh man, I sucked at that. Or, I, or I, by him hanging over a Bunsen burner. Yeah, I, those I are know. my two science terms. No, That's all I got to have it. It's just it's got to be just Geo and his big bald head wearing like the goggles <laughs> and just the goggles holding up. I can't remember what the cylinder is called. I think it's just a cylinder, isn't it? No, uh, there's a name for it. But anyways, uh, who cares? But, but yeah, get give me one of those science genius. I love that. Anyway. All right. That's probably enough for tonight yep. on this Habs game. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave five stars. I ask you every time. Mm-hmm. Some of you just won't do it. Whatever. Never do it. Scum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you do it. I love you to death. Some of you just sit there all angry and you just, you know, Hands whatever. Folded. Yeah, you just can't do it. Yeah. Some of you don't hit that thumbs up again. Like see the thousands and thousands of views. Everyone, the more thumbs ups, share it, do all those things. And yeah, we'll see you for the Florida doubleheader. And then, yeah, three games left until playoffs. Crazy. We're here. Stretch run. Final week of the season for the Leafs coming up here. Final week. Uh, for J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.